That's the latest. I'm Eddie Hayes. Ribble FM Weather. Today's weather forecast indicates variable cloud cover with occasional sunny spells. There is a slight possibility of showers moving in from the south during the afternoon, but most of these showers should ease later in the day. The overall weather is expected to remain cloudy, with light winds and temperatures may reach up to 19 degrees Celsius. Top hotel, top chef, top of your list for celebrations. Mittenfold Hotel, sponsors of the Lancashire Live Show on Ribble FM. Save 
Good afternoon and welcome to Lancashire Live with me, Ruth Telford. And I am super excited because today, the 1st of September, is my beautiful sister's birthday. So I want to wish you, my dearest Jenny, a very happy birthday. Sorry I can't be with you, but... That's life. (laughs) Uh, And I'd like to obviously welcome my guest, um, the gardener of this absolute universe. It's our (laughs) wonderful Maureen Little. Hi, Maureen. How are you? Hello. How's that for an an intro? Oh, crikey. You know, I'm going to have to get the brasso out to polish me halo, aren't I? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. So I loved our chat a few weeks ago when we were talking all things sort of fizzy. Oh, um, yeah, that was nice. It was yes. really nice. In fact, uh, that afternoon, I stopped off at a well-known local supermarket and bought myself a bottle of English sparkling wine. Just because. Oh, and it was such a gorgeous day, wasn't oh, it? Oh, it was just perfect. Yeah, it really so, was. Yeah, I went home, sat on the patio, popped open the cork, and there we were. Oh, how It was just lovely. lovely. Yeah, do you know, moments like that and spontaneity, I love it, don't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because that was a day of changes, many changes, things happening, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, there was, oh, yeah, anyway. Lots of things, <laughs> yeah, but that's life, isn't it? That you is know? life. And you either roll with it or you get stressed out. Well, I've got to roll with it. You have I, Isn't there, a, who was, um, hang on a minute, no, Oh, you've got to roll with it. No, yeah. don't, don't sing, Maureen. No, it's not no. a good Please, idea. Please, Maureen. I mean, you're good at lots of things, but, but you not know. singing. <laughs> now then, I've got <laughs> lots to talk about today in the garden. In the garden. Yeah. My and, garden yeah. has struggled this year because mm. I have neglected it big time. Well, you know, everyone's got busy lives these days. I think it just gets busier and busier. It, it seems to. I should know, have been a bee. <laughs> Oh, no, because you'd only last for a few weeks. Oh, I know. No, that's that's not so good. No. But I think, yeah, people do have busy lives. But what's interesting, actually, is some research has been done. And I think it came about because of, dare I say, the C word, COVID. Oh, please don't. That people were, you know, in lockdown and they found solace in their gardens if they had one. Yes. I mean, I know everybody. Or in the outdoors. Or in the outdoors. Yeah. So, you know, as far as gardening goes, it can be therapeutic. But, of course, you've got to have the time to, to take up that therapy in it the first to, place. It's almost like a devotion, isn't it? And you've got to yes. have that time to devote to it. And yeah. if you don't, yeah. it's, you know. Yeah. And I think one of the things, it's like, you know, people, um, I've never been to a gym in my life. Haven't you? No. <laughs> um, I, uh, you can tell, you can tell by my physique. Oh, anyway, um, but I do garden. Yeah. You know, so it's a green gym. It's yeah, exactly. So you know, gardening it has lots of benefits because not only is it nice to look at and nice to be out in the open air, it's actually good physical activity as well is. and headspace. Brilliant for the headspace. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I think you know, people make time to go to the gym for it. That was why I said about the gym. Yeah, oh, I see. So you know. Make I thought time. you were thinking, mm, no. I might go to that place that's all grey and boring. No, and <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So instead of making time for the gym, make mm. time for your garden. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think the sound of birds and insects and, oh. and everything in the garden way, way, way outweighs 
the sound of pumping iron. There's nothing better. Mm. There really isn't. Indeed. Actually, that's an interesting you say about the um, the sound of the birds and the bees in the garden. And um, so I'm perhaps jumping ahead a bit, but... Oh, um, it's fine. We do don't it. mind, do no, we? Do, it. Um, do what I, we want. <laughs> I actually practised what I preached this year, and I did no mow May, did where you? you don't cut your grass during the month of May. But actually, I went on to let it bloom in June. How was that? Because <laughs> I did no more May. Um, yeah. Not It was more an accident, but yeah. um, I definitely yeah. did it. But then it was so dry, wasn't it? Yes. That um, we, um, we cut it, oh gosh, for Dom's wedding anyway. So it yeah. was like the beginning of June. It was brown yeah. and dry and it yeah. did not grow back until the end of the wet July. Yeah, exactly. I mean, blimey, it was incredible. And it was only really about six inches. Yeah. Um, but did you notice? Yeah. <laughs> did you notice an increase in insects on it? There's always a lot of insects where I live. I oh, think, right, well, really. that's good. Yeah, yeah. It, well, I think it's because I'm so neglectful. Oh. <laughs> but I'm fine with it. Yeah. Well, where we live, um, everybody has their lawns looking absolutely pristine. Do so they? I thought, oh crumbs, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buck the trend here a bit. But I went a halfway house because down the side of our house, which is open plan, I mowed the grass. But at the back of the house, I left left it. Yeah. I, and I did actually mow around the grassed area. Right. So it looks as if it's supposed to be like yeah, that. That's good a good weeds. It is, Because yeah. my neighbour looked over the fence and I, he, I could see him scratching his head metaphorically. And so I explained to him what I was doing. And he said, oh, that... Oh, is that why you've left it in the middle and cut round? I said, yes, because it's supposed to be like that. I haven't just neglected it. No. Well, I, I experimented, so I just left it. I didn't cut it at all, and it's still there now. Really? Um, and the number of extra insects, particularly butterflies, which I was really surprised at, not coming for the flowers because the majority of it was grass, but there were a few wildflowers coming through as well, but to lay their eggs... Oh, how lovely. And I thought that's another aspect of it because we talk about providing flowers for pollinators, you know, to, to give them nectar and pollen in some instances. But we sometimes forget about the insects that need the vegetation to lay their eggs on, like butterflies, for example. So it was a real revelation to me as well. Sun, start of a long, hot summer, and for you and I. Hanging out with each other since the early days. Always been close when it mattered. Look how much we've changed. Still so much to discover.
do they lay their eggs on the petals or on the uh, leaves? It's on the leaves or the stems. And actually one... Are they little black dots? Is that what they are? Yeah. (gasps) And a lot of gardeners are going to be gasping in amazement now when I say, and, and, and they'll think, oh, that mooring, call herself a gardener. But one of the best plants for butterflies in particular, for them laying their eggs on and the larvae to feed on, are nettles. Give over. No, I oh, kid you really? not. So, That's yeah. all right, they'll be fine in my garden. Well, that- <laughs> Well, that's all right, you see. Yeah, 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 you're, you're providing vegetation. A you're nice, providing a habitat yeah. for your bu- bu- butterflies uh, and moths. So it was, it was a really good experiment. So what I'm going to do this autumn is it needs to be cut down at the end of autumn. Um, so Why we, does it? Um, b- because if you just let it go over winter... Uh, I'm not quite sure. They sort of fall down onto the ground, don't they then? But I would have thought that would have been okay for the earth to keep it warm and things, no? Well, I think what you need to do is allow, if there's any wild flowers in in the area... To let that set seed and drop its seed. Yeah. So then after it's dropped its seed, you need to then cut the grass off. Otherwise, the, new, the seeds to get through, won't be they? able to germinate. Yeah. So after I've cut it all back, um, I'm going to plant some yellow rattle seeds. Now, Hang yeah, on, what's a rattle? Yellow rattle. It's um, Sounds a bit snake it, Well, it, Yeah, actually, well, it's funny because, in fact, I think that it comes from the fact that when the seed pods are ripe, they rattle, if you, if you shake them, they rattle the Do little they? seeds inside the seed pods. Uh, That's where it comes from. Possibly. But yellow rattle is actually a parasitic plant um, where you think, oh, God, I don't like the sound mm. of that. But anyway, what, it ha- what happens is it feeds on the roots of grasses so it actually reduces the amount of grass you've got which then enables other wildflowers to get a hold before the grasses take over again so Ah. you know that's a good wheeze as well yeah so if you wanted to leave like a wild Mm. flower patch Mm. in your grass without having to actually take your grass up Mm. you could do that then yeah plant yellow rattle you could get the uh, seeds but you have to sow them in the autumn um because the uh, they have to uh, undergo what's called stratification which means they have to all freeze or be very very cold for a period of time before the seeds will germinate the next spring so a lot of seeds are like that they'll stay dormant if you will, in the soil until they get that really cold spell. And then after that, come next spring, that's when they start to germinate uh-huh. and away they go. So don't yellow rattle seeds, don't sow them in the spring. It's an absolute waste of money. You need to sow it in the autumn. That's very interesting. In, and we do not t- need to be worried about yellow rattle snakes. No. <laughs> <laughs> top hotel, top chef, top of your list for celebrations. Mittenfold Hotel, sponsors of the Lancashire Live Show on Ribble FM. Are you tired of paying a high pump price for your company diesel? Or are you using a fuel card now but worried you signed up to an introductory rate that's now a thing of the past? Let me introduce the Green Arc Fuel Card. With a fully transparent, consistently low price and no Surprise surcharges, the Green Arc Fuel Card has nothing to hide. Why not speak to our team on 0345 646 5451 or visit greenarcfuelcard.co.uk and see how much you can save. Are you tired of sky high housing costs? Are you ready for a change of scenery? 
At Three Rivers, our rural caravan park is the perfect solution for those seeking an affordable, peaceful and beautiful place to call home. Nestled in the heart of the countryside, our park offers exceptional facilities, including a cafe, swimming pool and function suite. You can even choose your own plot and specify the style of home that best suits your needs. Don't miss this opportunity to join our thriving community and enjoy the best of both worlds, the convenience of modern living with the charm and serenity of rural life. Contact us today to learn more and schedule a tour. Three Rivers, the perfect home is waiting for you. Get ready for the Hodder Valley Show and join us on Saturday the 9th of September in Sladeburn. The gates are swinging open at 10am and the last entry is 4.30, so don't miss out. There's a captivating livestock display and a mouth-watering food hall. Check out our vintage tractors and thrilling sheepdog trials. We've got something for everyone. It's time to secure your spot today. Tickets are available both online and at the gates. For booking and more information, visit hoddervalleyshow.co.uk. really on seeds didn't we there oh. yeah with the old yellow rattle <laughs> we did not the snake obviously yeah um so 
a lot of plants can reseed, can't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. A vast number do, mm. actually. And and actually, we're just getting to the season now, sort of end, end of August, beginning of September. In fact, it, it is the 1st of September today. So, meteorologically speaking, I'm, you're going to hate me for saying this, it's autumn. It is. It's always autumn on the 1st of September. 1st of September. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Meteorological. I've been practising that. Yeah, it's not easy, is Meteorologically it? Meteorologically speaking. Meteorologically. Yeah. Meteorologically. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It, 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 we're, we are, we are officially in into autumn now. Yeah. So um, first yeah. of December. Oh, oh no! Be Christmas. Oh no! That's another three months. Please, oh, no. please. Oh, yeah, is autumn your fit? I'm sorry, mm. sorry to digress about yeah. um, seeds, and we will come back to them. But is autumn your favourite season? <laughs> you know that a few weeks ago you asked me what's my favourite wine, yeah, and I said, "Oh God, you're so flowery." I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you can't what, give me a straight answer. No, I can can't. You? you know, whatever wine I'm drinking at the time, I, I think my favourite season is whatever season we're because each has their merits. I agree. You yeah. know, I love spring with all the new growth and yeah. the colours are just oh, just so fresh and vibrant. Summer, we've got you know full height of summer with all the lovely flowers in the border and so on. Autumn leaves changing colour and it's it's a whole different feel to the garden. Mm. You know, you you can sense that when autumn comes, there's just a change in the air. And um, but I love winter as well. You know, I, I love snuggling up. <laughs> you know fun. what you've done there? Well, you've literally just described the fact that we've got four seasons. Well, exactly. <laughs> you know, and that's why I couldn't live anywhere else. No, it is beautiful. Yeah. I, do you know what I like about it? I like the wardrobe changes. Oh, yeah. I love that. I yeah. love the fact that I can just wear different things yeah. all the time. Yeah. That's really, obviously, I love the outdoors and I love all the yes. things that you've just said. But yeah. on top of that, I love clothes that all yeah. change. <laughs> and shoes and boots well, and everything. Sandals yeah, but yeah. I think that's the thing about the change of seasons, though, because, you know, we in Britain have grown up with that, but my husband worked in Malaysia um, and you know the permanently the, warm and for, wet for a while, mm. um, and I stayed in the UK. That was just the way it happened. But you know, I went out for holidays, um, and and I thought I could not live in this sort of climate permanently. No, because I just love the change of the seasons. Yeah, and the wardrobe. <laughs> now, I think you're more of a wardrobe girl than I am. I, I mean, you can see what I'm wearing at the moment, yeah. <laughs> I love my clothes more, you know I do, I absolutely do. But that's nothing to do with seeds. No, it's not. No, Shall we get back to seeds? Unless yeah. it's cotton seeds. It's cotton seeds. Yeah. Well, there you go, you see. Yes. Your cotton comes from plants. I know. Yeah. Tell us about that. Oh, crikey. Oh, I, wow. I know nothing about it. Are <laughs> they little white sort of pom-poms? Yeah, they're like, like fluffy... Um, and that's the cotton ball. Ball. Yeah, I think it's ball, B-O-L-L. So, yeah, so oh. I think they're collected and, and they're sort of spun like 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 you collect wool, yeah. for yeah. example. So, um, but no, that... that so I, do I they seed or not? Or do you not know? That That is the... That is the that seed, is the is seed. The ball that, is the that seed. That sort of bursts, as far as I... As far as I can remember from the, you know... Days gone by. Yeah, O-level geography or whatever it was. Wow. They look pretty, don't they? They do, yes. Really yeah. pretty. Whereabouts in the country do they grow? What, cotton? Mm. Not here. Oh. No, I think um, it's the Americas for the most part, isn't it? Is that right? I think so. Although, um, yeah... So well, why have we Turkey, got so many cotton mills then? E oh, well, that was down to the Industrial Revolution and, and the exchange of trade. 
So, you know, uh, Egypt and Turkey are very, um, are famous for their cotton as well. So it must have grown there. So cotton must need a warmer climate. And of course, the, the southern states of America as well. So that was part of um, trade. Um, so the cotton was brought to Britain, yeah, to the mills. Yeah. Sheets. And or then it was, it, yeah, it was, yeah, it was woven and, and made into fabric. Oh. So it's all to do, I, I'm, I hate to get onto this subject, but it's to do with the slave trade, of course. Yeah, of course. So yeah. the ships Which, weren't going to come back empty from the Americas, so they brought cotton with them. So isn't it's, it incredible yeah. how the world is or has yeah. been? Yeah. Anyway, it's still... Back to seeds. Not talking about <laughs> seeds, yes, indeed. So thanks for that. So seeds more. Yeah, well, this is a really good time to um, collect seeds from the plants in the garden. Uh, everybody loves a bargain, don't they? Oh, I do. And everybody, even more so, likes something for nothing. Well, and yes. that's what you can get from seeds in the garden. Oh, so, the you know, givers, aren't they? Uh, they're, I mean, they're absolutely amazing. So, you know, any plants that you can see seed heads on in the garden, now's a good time to collect them. Uh, and you can tell, so something like um, a poppy. Oh, yeah, because they're rattled, aren't they? They rattle. So as soon as they start rattling, you know they're ready. So the seed, um, actually, let's talk a little bit about how to collect seed. Yeah. That's probably a good idea. So you (laughs) can, yeah. Yeah. Not mine, yours. That would be good. <laughs> so, you, you know, you can, you can tell with a lot of seed heads, if they start to rattle, then they're ready to be collected. Um, so you need to collect them on a dry day because any bit of moisture on the seeds and they won't keep. Mm. So I just go around with my snips and a brown paper bag, good old brown paper, um, and just snip off the seed heads, put them straight into the paper bag because you're going to lose some of the seeds as soon as you touch them. Um, so yeah, because that's what they're designed to do, isn't exactly. it? To spread. They're 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 born to you know spread around yeah, the garden. Of course. Um, so just collect them in a brown paper bag, uh, and then when you get them indoors, uh, you need to. <laughs> it's sorting the wheat from the chaff, okay. as it were. So um, inevitably, there'll be bits of what is chaff. Chaff, chaff, however you pronounce yeah, it. You say tomato, I say tomato. We say chaff, yeah. Yeah, chaff. Um, and so you need to clean all that off so that you're actually left with just the seeds. And then you need to store them somewhere dry and cold. Cold. So, yeah. Right. So not too warm. So what I tend to do, you know, in a lot of things that you buy these days, in the box they've got these little silica gel packets. Yeah. Keep those because if you collect seeds, if you put the silica gel in with the seeds, it's going to keep it dry. If there's any moisture left in the seeds, the silica gel will absorb it. So Amazing. there you go. So don't throw them away. You can leave them for your seed collecting. That's such a good idea. Yeah. So, um, I mean, some seeds you can sow straight away because that's what would happen in nature. Like what? Um, well, any of the annuals, actually. Hardy annuals. I'm thinking of um, things like cornflowers, mm-hmm. for example. Or, you know, pot marigolds, those lovely orange. Gorgeous. They just, they, they just say smile, don't they? <laughs> they do. you've, I mean, you look at one of them and you've just got to smile. Mm. So something like that. They would normally be shedding their seed into the ground now. So follow nature's suit. However, what you can do is keep them and sow them next spring. Into a clean pot. Into a clean mm. pot. But not yellow rattle because that needs to, as we of said course, earlier, that needs, needs the cold spell. So, and you can collect things from perennial plants. So the ones I mentioned already, the cornflowers and the 
pot marigold calendula, they're annual flower seeds. So just to recap, an annual is a plant that will set its seed, grow, flower, and or germinate, rather, let's go back, germinate, grow, flower, set seed in one season, in one yeah. year. A perennial is a plant that will come back year on year. So you plant it in year one, it will die down over winter, but it will sprout again next spring. No hassle, that one. No hassle. Like that one better. So um, even, <laughs> yeah, even perennial plants, but I'm thinking of things like echinacea. Everybody's heard about echinacea these days because of the, um, it's used in herbal remedies and so on. Um, and delphiniums, for example, you can collect the seed. They're the, the purply blue. Yeah, they're Gorgeous the purply blue ones. Yeah. So you can collect seed from those. And again, you can You don't need to it. in my garden. It does it, it for itself. It does it for itself. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing so, here again? Yeah, so yeah. there you go. So now's a really good time. And actually, I've got to give a plug because um, any plant that sets seed, that produces seed, you know what I'm going to say, don't you? Has to have been pollinated. Isn't that wonderful? So, you know, our insect, this is our insect pollinators coming again. Um, So, you know, bear a thought for the pollinators. You've provided them with food in the form of nectar and pollen. And they've pollinated your flowers for you. The gardens, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, bless them. (laughs) Right. So, what should we talk about when we come back? Should we have a little think in the break? Yeah.
Mo, I've got some. Oh, what are they now? Anyway, some yellow flowers <laughs> <laughs> in my pot. Yeah. But blimey, do they, they've got. Um, they are. What are the ones that get earwigs? Oh, dahlias. Dahlias. Yeah. Yeah. They've been amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. They've been flowering all summer. They've yeah. been so good, but blimey, do they need deadheading. Yeah. But it does work that more come. It's, uh, yeah, exactly. Because when you deadhead, and by that I'm, you mean ju- you just literally cut off the spent flower head. Yeah. And not leave it to produce seeds. So it, we're sort of going back from what we said about collecting seeds. Oh, is seed that why earlier. I'm doing it? So, yeah, because what you want to do, the plant will keep producing flowers all the time that it hasn't set seed. Oh. It thinks, oh, hang on a minute, because a plant's, what a plant wants to do, but there are exceptions, I'll come on to that in a minute. What a plant needs to do is to reproduce. And in order to do that, they need to produce seeds. So the seed, the flowers have to be pollinated. Well, if your flowers have flowered and you cut them off before they set seed, then the plant thinks to itself, oh, crikey, hang on a minute. I'm going to have to go again. I'm going to have to go again <laughs> oh, now. Oh, I'm going to have plant. to produce more flowers because I'm not going to reproduce. This makes so much sense, Ma. It, yeah, I mean that's that's it in a in a nutshell. Yeah. So if you continue deadheading, the flower will keep producing flowers. It. Oh, exactly, wow. yeah. um, and that is why I've had beautiful flowers be- right through June, July, even when it choked it down. Yeah. August, and now we are September. And really, you know, because you've been deadheading. I am. Yeah. Wow. See, you did it without knowing oh, why. It's just because they looked a bit unsightly. You know, when they go really yeah. brown, and I thought, yeah. oh no, no I'll get, get rid, rid of, of them. them. Yeah. yeah. Blimey, I can't believe I've done it without even knowing. Oh, there you go. Wow. But I, I said there are exceptions. There's always exceptions, there isn't it's there? It's you, Mo. You're I, never I, I know, straightforward. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> uh, there are plants that are known as F1 hybrids. Um, and that, Is that formula one? No. <laughs> no, it's the way the plant has been bred, if okay. you will. So there aren't plant there are plant breeders mm. who, you know, that's what they do, that they produce new varieties. So, you know, like on Chelsea Flower Show, oh, all these new lovely varieties have come forward. Well, a, a lot of those will be F1 hybrids and they won't set viable seed. So you can't collect seed from them because of the way that they've been it's not genetic engineering. I suppose it's it very, very yeah. basic genetic yes, engineering. Yeah. But they won't produce seed. And that's why a lot of F1 hybrids aren't very good for a lot of pollinators mm. who collect pollen because there isn't any. However... Um, does that mean if you deadhead them, then not going to really keep flowering? They will keep flowering. They will, will they? Yes, right. because, again, you know, it's innate in them, if you will, yeah. to keep on flowering. But they will produce, so I'm going back to me pollinators again. Well, you love them. A lot of them do produce nectar. So a lot of people have said, oh, F1 hybrids, they're no no good for pollinators. Well, no, they're no good for for insect pollinators that collect pollen. So bees, for example. Mm. But they are good for those insects that collect nectar, feed on nectar. So, for example, butterflies only feed on nectar. They don't feed on the pollen. So what I'm really saying is, you know, no, don't neglect, don't poo-poo if it's a, an F1 hybrid because they can actually produce nectar, a lot of them. 
um, whereas even though they don't produce pollen. So oh. there we go. So um, that that is really interesting. Um, I think we're just going to go to a little break and then we'll come Top back. hotel, top chef, top of your list for celebrations. Mittenfold Hotel, sponsors of the Lancashire Live Show on Ribble FM. Do you have lower back pain, joints hurting, or are you recovering from an injury or operation? Clitheroe Cryo has already helped numerous people alleviate these and many more symptoms. So, could cryotherapy be the solution you're looking for? Located at Clitheroe Leisure and featuring a state-of-the-art cryo chamber, you could expect to recover faster, speed up metabolism and clear up acne, psoriasis and eczema. And the benefits don't stop there. Cryotherapy. Give it a try and see improvements after the first session and discounts available for multi-session bookings. Get in touch via our website, clitheroe-cryo.co.uk or on our social media pages. Having a valid MOT is not just a legal requirement, it's a way of knowing your vehicle is roadworthy and safe for you and your passengers. To make it easy for you, Community Champions Ribble Valley Checkered Flag will collect your vehicle from your home or workplace and deliver it back to you following the MOT test. And there's no charge, unless you live in Leeds, of course. Furthermore, for every test, £5 will be donated to Inflammatory Breast Cancer Network UK. Checkered Flag, supporting the local community when it matters. Driving around the Ribble Valley and need to tow, Ribble Valley Towing is your go-to destination for all your towing needs. From family cars to rugged trucks, we fit them all with top-notch tow bars. Call us today or swing by and let's get you hitched up. Ribble Valley Towing. We make you good to tow. Unit 3, Brookside Industrial Estate, Taylor Street, Clitheroe. Or call us on 07734 536870.
think the Ribble Valley Council law, I don't know if it's the law of the land, but is you can trim your hedges after late August. Yeah. Um, which is good. It's all about the bird life, isn't Absol- it? And the wildlife yeah. and everything yeah, and not absolutely. frightening them and things. And I'm really pleased about that because I just think that if you can put something set in stone that people know they shouldn't be trimming yeah. their hedges, bushes, whatever they've got. I mean, apparently you can do it very lightly with like hand tools, mm. but you shouldn't go hell for leather with the heavy motor equipment. Absolutely not. Um, according to a gardener that I was talking to, another one. Yeah. Um, so I just think that it is a good thing. Do you think we should all crack on right now? We can now. The, I mean, the, you've you hit on the salient point, and that's about birds nesting mm. in hedgerows. Um, so you know, it, it's actually I, someone's going to tell me. I don't know if it's illegal, but certainly the DEFRA, the Department of Food and Rural Affairs guidelines, very strong guidelines, say that you shouldn't cut before certainly August. Mm. Um, I mean, I personally, I'd say later I August, would say yeah. later. Um, but you know, it, it's it. Those guidelines are, are for farmers, but we should be following their suit as well. Absolutely, we should. Um, you know, and and so yeah, you know, bird life is is vitally important, and there's so many um, species of birds now that are in decline. So we should be doing everything we can to support bird life throughout their lives. Mm-hmm. And one of the main things is do not cut your hedges during the summer months. Um, and it's not just when they're nesting, but when the birds are fledging as well. Of because a lot of them aren't ready to fly at, at that point. But we're getting to September now. Yeah, it's it's now that we can start trimming back the hedges. Yeah. And do you think that they need we need to do... I know what you're going to say. It varies. I know <laughs> you're going to say it. I shouldn't be even asking this question. But it depends, I guess, what it is as to how harshly you cut it back. Is that right? Or do you give everything yeah. a right good cut? I... I it's funny because um, this links in with um, um, a project that was undertaken by the Royal Horticultural Society and it links in quite nicely really um, and they did an experiment with um, roses that were used as hedging. Right. Yeah, nice. believe it or beautiful. not. Beautiful. Um, but and it smells yeah, gorgeous. There is, there is a the reason for me saying this mm. and they experimented with um, hand, hand pruning as it were lightly clipping and then they went in with a chainsaw and it made no difference whatsoever. You're kidding me. No, I'm not. So wow. I think uh, uh, it depends really as to how much you want to cut your hedge back. Was that just on a rose? That was on a rose hedge. Right, okay. So, you know, several metres long. That's, they wanted to see how it would affect the growth of the rose uh-huh. and also the flowering the next year. 
So they pruned in late autumn, early winter, it, the, using those three methods, and it made no difference to the, the flowers the following year. So what I'm, what I'm saying is, I, I don't think it makes a lot of no. difference and to your head. And you don't hedge. have to be a professional, do you? No, no. But like every plant, hedges are no different. They want to survive. So, you know, unless you... And let, let's take an extreme example. Hedge laying. You know, there, um, a, 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 a hedge will be cut almost in two, you know, the stem of one of the plants, mm. and it's bent right over. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's the extreme yeah. type of pruning. And it survives. Yeah. Mad, isn't it? So, Just so clever. I love nature. It, it, it will come back, mm. you know... Plants, any living creature doesn't want to die. No, no. you know that's it's not. A fight for survival, it fights it? for survival, and plants are no different. No plant wants to give up the ghost. It no. wants to survive and reproduce. Of course, it, absolutely, and very well they do too. Yes, yeah, indeed.
So we're looking now for all the reds, all the orbans, yeah. all the oranges, all Lovely. the different shades of green and bare and brown. And yeah. And of course, sorry, I'm back to me pollinators. Yes. You knew I would be yes. in the hedgerow. You know, look out for rose hips. Oh, of you know, course. dog rose hips. Yeah. They will have been pollinated. Isn't that wonderful? And the rowan berries all turning, yeah. acorns, chestnuts. I know. You know, all of those are, are you know, reproductive products, yeah. as it were, and they will have all been pollinated. And the squirrels love them. Yeah. And then they come in your garden and they dig a little hole and they shove it in there <laughs> and then they come. Do you know that squirrels go not just every year back for the uh, chestnut that they've, they've buried, every two years? No. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Now, I don't know why I know that. Wow. Um, so I might have to just uh, say next week, on next yeah. week's show, it's all a lie. But, <laughs> yeah, it's all clever, aren't they? Oh, the, yeah, amazing. They know exactly where they put it a year how, ago. How do they do that? I've no I can't clue. remember where I've put something this morning. I can't, I can't. Yeah. I was looking for my keys before I set off. <laughs> <laughs> They're amazing. Mo, I'm going to have to say a massive, massive thank you. You're so good at giving up your time for us, and I really do appreciate it. Oh, I um, enjoy it, Ruth. It's how, lovely. how are your book sales going? Oh, great! Actually, yeah. Can I can I give a little plug? Do it. it it's all about plants for pollinators. I know that's uh, why. Yeah, I asked yeah you. you might have guessed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, the book sales are going really well. So if, if there are any listeners that would like to find out more about it, um, have a look at my website. That's probably the the easiest thing because it's got information about the book. And your website there. is, and, Maury? And my website is the three W's, the Bee Garden, lower B-E-E. B-E-E, the Bee Garden, lowercase, all one word, dot co dot UK. Brilliant. So, uk, And thank you for allowing me a plug. <laughs> oh, gosh, no problem. Um, it is a beautiful book. It's so gorgeously, I mean, I know we've talked about it before plenty, yeah. But it is stunning. So if you are interested in what Mo's been talking about today, then buy it because it's brilliant. <laughs> I would. I did. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, thank you. And it is beautiful. So anyway, thank you so, so much, Mo, for everything. I want to say again, a big, big, big happy birthday to my sissy. Oh, happy I birthday. love you, Jenny. And to everybody who's listening, thank you so much for listening. And we will speak to you next week. In all the fading light Something great is happening in your life But all the noise is drowning out your voice No wonder you've been feeling now From time to time You know that you'll survive The day you realize You can't stop day from turning in tonight Hey gonna live to fight another day it's just today things ain't so good get yourself back again you've got so much love that you can't afford
her as a girl You had a picture of the world And you'd think about the great things you would find The thing is nine to five And a struggle to survive Ain't exactly what you had in mind But that's the beauty of life Takes a while to find You can't have things your own way all the time Today things ain't so good Get yourself back again You've got so much love That you can't afford to lose FM, streaming from our website and on smart speakers, live and local across the Ribble Valley, Ribble FM News. From the Sky News Centre at